Live from the Vale. It's Saturday night. <laughs> What's the actual program that they say? Saturday, Saturday night, night live. Saturday night. Oh, that's where that. that's where I got the intro. Where I say I call it a cold open because on the show Saturday Night Live, where you know they have a, it's all the comedians every week, every Saturday, yeah, and they have one special guest who comes on to be the host every week, and they do the cold open. So they have this sketch or this joke at the very start, and after it, they turn to the camera and go live from New York. It's Saturday night. What's our joke? Us. Yeah, we're we're just the joke. We're the joke. You're listening to the Blonde Summit Podcast. I'm Rosie. I'm here with Vicky. Hello, hello. Today we're back for episode seven. Just giving a quick shout out. Please follow us on Instagram and Twitter. We are at Blonde Summit. You can also email us. We are Blonde Summit Podcast at hotmail.com. Coming up today, is age just a number in relationships? Is it a big deal? Should we care? I don't know. Also coming up in our celeb news, we're going to do a breakdown of Scott Disick's new relationship with Lisa Rinna's daughter, Amelia Hamlin. Also, Misha Barton has responded to gossip and rumors about her time on the set of The O.C. And also, we have quite a good uh, women women in the, in the entertainment industry fighting back. Kate Winslet, she's running into some trouble with the director on her new movie coming out. How have you been this week, Vicky? Yeah, good. We've got a lot to talk about today, haven't we? I think we've got a few good things, yeah. Yeah. Should we just get into it? Yeah, I'm ready for it. All right, okay. So basically, you sent me a story of Scott Disick and yep. he's dating Lisa Rinna's daughter, Amelia. I just can't believe that. Okay, let's say who Scott Disick is first. Yes, Scott Disick is known for being in Keeping Up with the Kardashians. He's been in it since the beginning. He dated Courtney Kardashian, and together they raised three kids together. He I mean, was he was dating Sophia Richie. Also, yes. Uh, for a few friend, years. Sophia Ritchie. Sophia Ritchie is actually only 22. And Scott Disick, as of May this year, he turned 38 years old. Mm-mm. Bit of an age difference there. And mm-hmm. now he is, for a good few months now, he's been going strong with Lisa Rinna's daughter from The Real Housewives, Amelia Hamlin. Um, I don't really watch Real Housewives. Who's Lisa Rinna? I do. Um, she used to be back in the, in the entertainment industry. She's done quite a few TV shows and everything but she's at the moment in the real housewives of beverly hills yes beverly hills yeah it is beverly hills is it yes. yeah yeah yes it is and um yeah she's a big character on that one so i've seen a few clips of her in interviews and also just on the on paris hilton's new podcast this is paris um she had all the girls from the beverly hills real housewives cast on for the premiere of their new season yeah. because paris's mom kathy hilton has joined the cast oh, of the yeah. real housewives and i thought all the all the women were so funny yeah i'm they currently just wa- have a laugh i'm currently watching it at the moment it is so good i love it what is kathy like in it well, I've only watched episode one, so she's quite reserved at the moment. But it's yeah. going to be very interesting yeah. to see because she's, um, yeah, Kathy, Kathy, um, Kathy Hilton, Kathy Hilton, Kathy Hilton. She's is, related to or knows Kyle Richards. Yeah, they're sisters. Oh, are they sisters? Yeah, they're sisters. Oh, I thought they were just cousins. And Kim and Kim, they've got Kim those Basinger? three sisters. Yeah. Oh. 
I didn't know they were all sisters. Oh, wow, that's pretty cool. And Carl's been in the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills from the beginning. And it's just funny how his sister Kathy's coming onto it, to be fair. Oh, some sister rivalry, sister fights. It's going to be interesting because she's so known for being Paris' Hilton mum. Now she's actually coming onto the show. It's so funny because I think Nikki and Paris were both talking about their mum doing it. And she tried to keep it a secret from her daughters. And they were saying, there is no way she would do this show unless she wasn't, unless she was not in lockdown and completely bored. Like there we she go. is just bored and that's why she wants to do it. But I think they are a bit worried of her. Just they don't want her to get upset or get into fights and have maybe maybe they're used to being on social media a lot and getting backlash, but they don't want that for their mum. And also Paris in her recent episode of the podcast this week, she talked about how Kathy didn't want Paris and Nicole to do the simple life. Oh really? And apparently she told Kyle please just watch this show, watch the episode. What do you think? I'm so worried. And then Kyle was like, Kathy, this is hilarious. Just let them be them. This is fine. This is funny. It's a great show. Just let them do the show. Yeah, amazing. So there you go. Yeah, there you go. So yeah, that's going to be interesting. So what we're saying, age so, is just a number, eh? So Lisa Renner has, she has a few daughters, doesn't She's she? She's got two daughters. Da- yeah, I can't and talk today. Can't talk today. Oh my god, that's Ballery so good. <laughs> I've been practicing my Greek. Paralago? Paracalo? Paracalo? Yeah, that's it. And Edgaristo? Yes! Ah! Well done, you! Thank you. I listened to the podcast this morning. <laughs> and I'm like, oh my god, I better learn the new words for Vicky or she'll give out to me. <laughs> but yes, yes. Um, so Lisa Rena has got two daughters. I think she has three. No, does she? I thought she only had two. Lisa Rinna has daughters, and her youngest is dating Scott Disick. Yeah. So I'll give you you a rundown of kind of their relationship, what I've looked up, what I know from just reading celeb gossip, and then we'll just see, see where the discussion leads us. Go for it. Okay, so just two months after dating Sophia Ritchie, Lisa Rinna's 19-year-old daughter, Amelia Hamlin, she meets Scott Disick at a Halloween party in 2020. Apparently, in Scott Disick's previous relationship with Sophia Ritchie, there was issues with her and Kourtney Kardashian, where Sophia kind of wanted more of Scott's time, because he is a father of three, and Mm -hmm. Kourtney Kardashian, as I would be as well, wants him to be very involved in their kids' lives. So there was a few issues there, apparently. I think originally when they first started dating, Amelia's parents were very concerned with the age difference, but then recently, Lisa Rinna was promoting The Real Housewives on Andy Cohen's Watch What Happens Live. And her direct quote is, it is what it is, guys. It is what it is. Oh, my God. That's my Instagram post. Is it-, <laughs> it is what it is. My last post. Yeah, it is what it is. My answer to everything is like when I'm late for work, it is what it is. It's like <laughs> Until what, I get the sack. <laughs> when I run out of money at the end of the month, it is what it is. It is what it is. We need that on a t-shirt. Yeah, I love that. Lisa Rinna should make merch. Yeah, she buy should. Would buy Lisa, would buy. Right, so what do we what do we think then about this age gap? I think in general, if there's a bit of an age gap and you date someone for a while, let's say a few months up to two years. That's kind of like a short relationship. Like, yeah, it is something, but it's not a very long-term 
relationship. Mm-hmm. I think that's fine, whether it's the man that's older or the woman. I think it's fine. But with Scott Disick, I mean, he went from Sophia Ritchie, who was, I mean, they were about 20 when they got together. Mm-hmm. And it's weird. He, like, Sophia was one of Kylie and Kendall's friends. Yeah, that's right. So it's like your partner who you have kids with, their much younger sibling has friends and you basically date their friends. That's kind of weird. And because he moved so quickly from Sophia to another young girl, I do, I don't want to say I have a problem with it, but that is a bit weird. Like if just occasionally like, okay, he went from Sophia who is 22 now to someone in their 30s, more of a, what society would say is a suitable age to date because Mm -hmm. Scott is 38, but he didn't, he went for someone really young again. So that's a bit, I mean, he probably can't help it. He's a celebrity. He probably has girls throwing themselves at him just to get on his stories or on the show. But yeah, it's a bit funny for me. What do you think? Well, I did do some research and I can tell you what society is saying and what's acceptable. When, uh, say, for example, if you're 32 and you're dating someone who's 23, that's acceptable. Anything younger than that, then it's like a no-no. So what's that, like 10, 11 years? Well, actually, I heard this like years ago and then I also, it came up just the other day for me. Apparently, what you're meant to do to see if someone's too young for you is you half your age and add seven. So I'm going to do it with you. You're 34. 34. Well, that's what she said. <laughs> so you're 34 divided by two plus seven. So the youngest person that sounds okay for you to date is 24. Oh, so that's what we're saying, 10 years younger. About, yeah, well, about it, de- ten... it depends. But yeah, I guess now it's 10 years. Sometimes it works out differently. We'll do it with you then. Okay, me, I'm 20. I'm, go- I'm about to be 28 in two months. So mm-hmm. I'll just say 28 divided by two is 21. So that's the youngest person I would date. So it does, sometimes it sounds kind of young, but it's like, yeah, that that is kind of young, but I wouldn't go younger. Most mm. of them, I think it works out. I personally think that age is just a number, yes. Um, Because, I mean, say, for instance, Hugh Hefner, he must have... I don't think he used my equation to solve that. mm -hmm. I think he would, like, take his age and double it, like, (laughs) divide it a few times. Just a few times. To get get to his his preferred ladies. But, yeah, I think it's a quick little fun thing you can do at the bar with your friends. Like, oh, is he two young girls? I don't know. (laughs) Oh, I wouldn't... Personally, I would not date someone that's that much younger than me and there's various reasons behind it not that i could care less but it's not so much about whether other people are going to be thrown upon um no frown frown upon that's it um it's not about that necessarily i just feel like when you meet someone you need to be on the same page of what you want out of life and that's what it really comes down to timing so if scott who's 38 is dating Amelia, who's 22. Um, if he wants to have another child, what was she saying? Oh, wait, sorry, she's 19. Oh, she's 19. It was Sophia. It was Sophia. It was yeah. Right, so she's 19. If he wants to like continue and have another kid or whatever, which I don't think he does, then is that going to work? I don't know. So apparently Scott Disick is thinking of moving out to Miami and he will split his time between LA and Miami because obviously his kids are with Courtney in California. But I mean, she's in a relationship now that's quite public with Travis Barker. 
he's quite um I've seen a few clips of him what he posts online and if he's on other people's socials and it does seem like he's having like I do think he needs to have his own life outside of the Kardashians LA and Courtney mm-hmm. and the kids like he needs to kind of have his own time his you know live his own life and obviously you know, make time for his kids and everything. But yeah, he's like bleached his hair. He's super blonde now. He seems to be having having fun. Because obviously, I mean, you see in the show, he had also substance abuse problems. He had drinking yeah. problems. He's been to rehab a few times. Yeah. So I guess people could say, you know, it's sort of that party lifestyle. Like, look at him. He's just hanging out in Miami all the time. He's going out with younger girls. But I mean, he deserves happiness too. I've heard that he is... I don't know if it's, like, her team mm-hmm. pushing stories of where, like, no, they love each other. They're already talking about moving in together. Oh, my God. But I think his team is basically saying, like, no, 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 it's it's not serious. They they like spending time with each other, but no plans to move in yet. Also, I feel like there's such a thing out there about, say, a woman is dating a younger man. Yes rather than a man dating a younger woman it's definitely like you heard that for years madonna would date younger guys and people would make fun of her yeah they'd be like what is she doing and it's like okay so it's okay for a man a much older man to date a very young woman yeah but you're you're not going to say anything about that but all of a sudden there's going to be uproar if an older woman dates a much younger guy Can I just say as well, I think it's a little bit different when it's down to the celebrities and to to us lot. Because Um, I'm not being funny. You've got all the money, you've got the fame. You could go out with whoever you want, really. I'm not saying that a normal person who's not a celeb, but I just feel it's a bit different. Celebrities are different. Like, I always felt like celebrities especially when they're when they grow up in the spotlight they do age more kind of Mm -hmm. quicker in a way um not to say that they're more mature i think at times some things they could be more mature they do have more life experience they traveled more they've seen a lot of different people fast track they're fast track doing stuff in life 100 but then at the same time like i do think there is an immaturity there where if they are very rich and famous from a young age they do kind of get that entitlement they're surrounded by yes people so Mm -hmm. I, I definitely think celebrities, they don't know the real world. That's what I would say. But yeah, definitely. I remember a lot of celebrities now, like Kylie Jenner had a baby at quite a young age. Mm-hmm. Gigi Hadid as well was pregnant with yep. Zane. And they had a kid. And some people think that's too young. But it's like, okay, you know, you might be in your early to mid-20s, but you've had a successful career. You've so much money, mm-hmm. more than, you know, an average person would ever need. You've traveled everywhere. You've worked. You've gone so far in your career. Like, why not have kids now? I get that. And I support that, to be honest. Yeah, because most people, the reason why you don't have kids is because they say, well, I want to have more savings. I want to progress in my career more. Or I just want time to travel. I have time to myself. But, I mean, you can do all of that. I mean, you've already done that if you're a celebrity or if you grew up with lots of money or just earned that at, at a young age. Also, I feel like there's a bit of a phobia especially when the woman's older than the man because mm-hmm. they want to like settle down and everything and have children blah 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 and that's fine they could probably go ahead and do that but then they will always think in the back of their mind that oh you know he hasn't parted enough he hasn't lived life as much as i have yeah so i feel there's always that stigma going behind it what if it's an older woman and she already has kids she doesn't plan to have any more and she's just dating a younger guy. Yeah, cool. Do Good it. for her. Get it, girl. Yeah. You go, gal. <laughs> yeah. 
So bringing it back to Playboy, I know I grew up watching like The Girls Next Door and I didn't really care too much about the age difference. I mean, that's not saying I wanted to date Hugh Hefner, Mm -hmm. but to me it's like, well, if the girls want to live there for a while, like they know what it is. They know, you know, it's, it's kind of, it was definitely a, you know, I heard behind the scenes that was all, he did keep up appearances to be still seen as that playboy, even at a very older age. But I didn't, you know, I didn't care if that's what he wanted to do, fine. But my mother, for instance, just thought it was, like, horrific. She didn't like it. She was like, that's disgusting. He should not be dating those younger girls. Yeah, but they done that because that was a career opportunity yes, for them. Yes, definitely. That was such a big thing. They had a good lifestyle. They lived somewhere. They were nice, you know, and they had probably, what, an allowance? That Yeah, they got about $1,000 a week. There was a curfew in the mansion. Apparently, behind the scenes... Allegedly, Hugh Hefner could be quite manipulative and he did like to play the girls off each other quite a lot. And he liked to portray himself as, you know, all the girls love him and he's so nice and caring. Interestingly, he's married three times Mm -hmm. in his first two marriages. He says, I was always loyal, but my partners weren't. So Hugh Hefner was cheated on. Yes, I think his first marriage, he went off to he didn't fight in world war ii but i think he was i think the war just kind of finished basically not long after he joined the army and he went off and when he came back he found out that his wife had an affair and they had a daughter together and everything oh no so that's so sad and then i think years later he was married again and he had two sons and apparently she cheated as well allegedly according to him so that's kind of sad i hate people that cheat but he's made up for it i know me too a cheater I know. Do you think the phrase, once a cheater, always a cheater? Not always. I used to say that, but... I think we talked about it a few episodes ago, where if someone cheats and there's a lot of sneaking and it's it goes on for a long time, there's lots of planning involved in meet- mm-hmm. meetups, it's not just a one drunken mistake or one kiss or one night stand. Yes, I think cheating, if there's lots of planning put into it, that's, that's quite bad. I just think, like, it depends where you are in your life as well Mm. some people just want to get on with it get serious and just have a nice simple quiet life and some others are probably in their 20s and they just have so many options and they just want to go and have a good time i don't know i do feel like people can change there's always going to be temptation out there and i do get that but it all depends what you want what's the long-term goal i guess yeah i do notice a lot of the time people might cheat and when you ask them about it when you question like, okay, well, what if the person you're dating sneaking after they see you, they're messaging other people and they just go off to meet someone else? Like, does that not make you feel bad? And when they actually think about it, mm. they don't like it. And they usually they don't stop until maybe it is a few years later and they kind of grow out of it and they meet someone, they settle down or they get cheated on mm. and they don't like it. And they're like, no, didn't like it. I'm not going to do that again. Yeah. Karma. Yo, karma is a bitch. That, do you know what? I actually really do strongly believe that. Mm. I would not fuck around. Sorry for my language. <laughs> but I would just not fuck around no more because I just think, like, if I do something bad, it, it's out there in the universe yeah. and it will come on back and bite me. So I'm done with it. I'm just so done with, like, that's with everything in that everyday life. So the nicer you are and the more positive things you put out there in the universe, better things will come back to you. Yeah. Have you ever dated someone significantly older or significantly younger than you? Um, I've dated someone who was five years older than me. How old were you? 
18. That is a bit of an age difference, definitely, at that age, yeah, because usually you date people just similar ages. Yeah, it was, but at the same time, we were we had the same mutual friends, so it kind of, like, worked out quite all right, to be honest. It, I didn't feel like he was a lot older than me, but I did see a bit of a difference when I wanted to go out all the time, but he was done with that, with the nightlife, and I wasn't. I just wanted to party all the time. And then I've dated younger people... Well, and did you did you kind of break up because of that? Because after a while, it kind of just fizzled out and was like, yeah, we're obviously in different spots in our life. Yeah, we were together for quite a long time, to be honest. And um, yeah, he ended up kind of being like that. We just drifted apart. I wanted a different life and he wanted a different life. And we just wasn't really gelling together no more. What do you think is the oldest or the youngest guy you would date now? Um. <laughs> so if this good looking like 18, 19 year old came up to you and he was perfect, you were all like in the same place in life and you had so many great interests, could that be the one? No chance. Why? Yeah, no chance. Even if he seemed mature, he had like a good job no. going, just too young? It's just too young, yeah. Is that no. because, because for me, I would see it kind of like that as well, where it's like, well, I would want to see it, if we go well together, then I would see it as a long-term thing. And obviously, I mean, I don't, I, because for me, I would hate it if I was going out with a guy 20, 30 years older than me, because then obviously he's going to pass away before me. And I've like freaking, like a third <laughs> of my life, I have like a third <laughs> of my life to live, old, less beautiful, trying to look for someone else. <laughs> No, I just feel, no, I could not date someone who's 18 because I would always have that fear that they would always want to, they would, they, I've lived my 20s and I've lived them proper, you know, like hardcore. I've partied, I've traveled, I've just done so much and I would always think, oh, like they're missing out. I'm in a stage in my life at the moment that I just want a family and I want to settle down. So why on earth would I go out with someone who's so young and they need to go out there and experience life and then settle down? Some people, do you know what? Some people do want to settle down from a young age and good for them. I'm not saying don't do it, but from what I've experienced in my life, I would definitely recommend don't worry about settling down until you hit your 30s or late 20s because it's just, there's so much to do out there. I'm not saying if you settle down that you can't do that, but having a family, you know, it's a big responsibility, I think. It, it is, yeah. It's kind of like... It's very, it's limited. Oh. I feel like it is. Like, I'm. don't get me wrong, my friends that have got children... Most of them have parted, do you know what I mean? And they've travelled, they've done their holidays. I've seen some of your friends, they came over and I was like, okay, these mothers are coming over, they have kids, <laughs> and they tell me all these weird things. I'm like, oh shit, okay, you've been through, you've lived. That's you've what lived, I mean. yeah, exactly. As in, if you're 18 and you start a family, nice and young, which again, I am not dissing. If someone wants to go ahead and do that, you go for, go for it, yeah. if that's what you want. But I just feel like, because there's, there is an element of responsibilities, it makes you a little bit more limited. Okay, Rosie, would you date someone who's been divorced and has two children and that is about, say, three to four years older than you? Yeah, I would. Um, I don't see that as a problem, but I do think... I feel like there is always a history there. So what I would like is, let's say I go out with a guy and he has kids, I would like 
the his old partner mm-hmm. i'm assuming that's a woman i would kind of like her to be settled in a new relationship yeah because then there wouldn't be because sometimes like you do get jealousy in new relationships where let's just say for instance i do start dating a guy whether they whether or not they've been broken up for a year or longer or shorter let's just say he's over the relationship he's ready to move on but she might be jealous and there might be those stories of she knows it's valentine's night and she knew for weeks that we had something planned we're going out but then she's calling him because she needs help with the kids like i would hate that but if they've both moved on Mm -hmm. they're in new relationships they're great at co-parenting then yeah i think that's fine i did hear though apparently you shouldn't introduce new partners to your kids until at least about six months into a relationship yep i've heard that so i would i would kind of wait as well yeah. And it would be kind of crazy because I'd be like, oh my God, like, do I buy the kids a presents? Do they like me? Are they going to hate me? Because I'm like, they think I'm trying to be a stepmom or something. I was just about to say, you would be a stepmom. I know. Hmm. I'd cause trouble. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, that's what I would do. What about you? Similar? Same. I'll probably, yeah, I'll probably support the same thing. I'll probably say the same thing. Yeah, 100%. If there's still history there and there's children involved. You just don't want to get in the way. Do you know what, again, I don't want to sound like, because it happens all the time, okay, people like split up and they have got children with another with an ex-partner and they just move on and they end up being with the other person really happy and that's, that's good. But I do kind of want just to start fresh and just start yeah. my own family with no baggage. Yeah, no, I get that and I think... As you get older, if you're dating, you know, from your 30s upwards, because there's so many people in their 40s, 50s who get divorced and they have kids and it can be difficult because most most of the people that you date, they're they'll probably have kids and they've been married. Which I think it kind of might be nice, though, if you both have kids and maybe they're older and they've grown up and moved out. Yeah, if you but if both people had children, yeah, then it kind of like works because then you understand. They definitely will understand. Yeah, I think going back to Courtney Kardashian, Travis Barker, he said in an interview went about you know dating Courtney is he said that he always dated girls who they didn't have any kids yet and dating he has kids mm-hmm. so when he's dating Courtney like she gets it if he says like I can't go out you can't come over because I my kids i'm hanging out with my kids today like she will completely get that so he really likes it he thinks it's quite refreshing so maybe they do work out quite well yeah there you go okay would you go out with someone a lot younger than you the thing about me is i i'm just not attracted to people who are much younger than me i hate it i don't oh, know really i don't know for me it's a huge big turn off and i don't know if it's because the idea when I think about you know the attraction I have to a guy and I just I love being taken care of Mm -hmm. and I guess for some reason in my head I think if I'm older even if the guy is way more mature than me and just takes care of me all the time I don't know I just don't like it Mm. because I remember a few years ago I was working in a store and there was one guy and he was so cute and so funny I was like oh my god he's so hot and I found out he was three months younger than me and instantly, just I was like, "Nope, not interested." Oh my anymore. god, you're so funny. Three months, not can't even anymore. Close. The the funniness became immaturity. <laughs> yeah, no, I get it. 
Hmm. I'm kind of the same as well with older guys. Like, I don't know. It's My boyfriend is only a year older than me. Mm-hmm. And I'm so used to that. I just, I almost, I kind of feel uncomfortable if I think of a guy going out with a guy much older than me. I don't know why. That's like a further, deeper issue that I haven't, like maybe a weird daddy issue I have. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I just don't like that. But um, I was creeping on Chris Booker from the Perez Hilton podcast. And mm-hmm. I have a crush on Chris Booker. I just... Oh, I'll tell you later, Vicky. I was told he we were flirting with, with each other on Twitter. I will tell you. Stop I swear it. to God, I have to tell you the story. Okay, so got a notification the other day. Right. It said Perez Hilton podcast with Chris Booker. The name of the episode popped up. It was called Threesomes. Right. So it said Threesomes is available. I say don't want to miss this opportunity. Screenshot it. Post on Twitter and I tag Perez and Booker and I say nice. Got to listen to this one. Perez comments on it. Nice. He likes it. Booker sees it. Stop. Quote tweets me. He says, get it. I was like, oh, okay, okay. Commented. I say, when are you guys starting an OnlyFans? Stop. Even Darren says to me, Darren's like, oh yeah, I saw that. Ha ha, he didn't reply. I was like, no, no, no. You, you didn't see later. You went to sleep. He did reply. Oh. He said, uh, <laughs> he said, would you subscribe? So I said, only if it's both of you. Oh my God. Here we go. <laughs> but then I looked up. He's 50 years old. Oh, is he? But I was like, you know what? I still would. <laughs> yeah, there but you go. I, but, but he looks younger. So I don't know if it's someone who was like in their 50s who looked their age. Maybe I wouldn't be attracted to that. But See, people always say I look younger. So Same. I love that. But what you were saying before, I definitely will vouch for it. I I feel like I'm the same. I want to go out with someone who's a proper man. Yeah. You know? I love... Well, I suppose I like guys and girls. Girls, um, I've never had a serious relationship with a girl. But I think... I don't mind if they're a bit younger or older than me. But I would, again, like a similar age. Yeah. And then guys, I just... Yeah, with, with a man, I would, I would have to either be the same age or I'd want him to be older. I mean, I don't mind dating... A little bit younger, whether it's like a year younger or yeah. two years younger, but it feels how they carry themselves as well. So the last thing I want to do is get with someone and me carrying them, you know, in throughout the relationship. I just, I've done it before in the past. I'm just not doing it again. I'm yeah. more than happy to look after a man when it comes to, I don't know, the cliche housewife duties. Oh, yeah. Darren is actually quite good with that. Like, um, for instance, I hate like washing dishes. I don't know. I just oh, getting. I just don't like getting my hands wet. Especially sometimes I'll have tan on or mm-hmm. I'll just painted nails. I just don't like washing dishes. Don't mind putting stuff in the dishwasher, taking it out, washing them. Don't like it. He doesn't mind it. But what he does hate is like putting in washing, like the actual washing clothes mm-hmm. and taking them out and hanging them up. But I don't mind that. So he's like, no problem, I'll wash today, and then I just do the laundry, and we're good with that. Yeah, you see, you guys compromise, and that's yeah. what it should come down to, really yeah. and truly. Um, I've got a weird thing that I absolutely love at the moment. Okay. It's when I go to a restaurant, I like the man ordering for me. I don't like that. You like oh that? Oh, my God. I mean, I would say what I want, but I want him to order it for me. No, I like to order myself, but I don't mind if Darren says... <laughs> We're the most like childish like adult oh, couple. But he'll be like, "I want two cokes." <laughs> 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 no wine. You can remove the wine glasses. Two cokes. <laughs> See, I'm the opposite. I'm like, bring the wine. No, he has to say it for you. Like, don't forget about the wine. 
know. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I've, I get such a I get such a thrill by it. I know. I'd say I'd say what I want to him. Yeah. But I want him to order it. It's, I feel like it's such a. So how does how do you do that? Does he order and then he goes and for the lady and then he something like that. Or is I'm, like, I'm yet to be, have. <laughs> I'm yet to be called a lady, but you know. <laughs> God, who I was talking to, yeah. <laughs> and the tramp for the night will have. <laughs> What's your name again? <laughs> she has spaghetti, doesn't she? <laughs> lady and the tramp. But yeah, no, I don't know what it is about it. I've seen it in a film like a few years ago and it's kind of stuck with me and I just thought it's kind of sexy. I just like, it's that power that the man orders for the woman. I don't know what it is. So I know a few years ago, me and Darren, we went on a holiday and we went on a vacation with another couple. So basically one of my boyfriend's best friends, he was dating a girl who was actually much younger than him. So Mm -hmm. he was about, I think he was maybe 25 and she was like 18, 19. Okay. Bit of difference. To be honest, she was quite immature. They Mm -hmm. were getting into so many little arguments where it just reminded me, I would just think, is this not what happens like in high school and in school, the little arguments they would get into like all the time but she never ordered he would always order things for her Mm -hmm. but I think it was because she just didn't want to say it because she was shy and to me I don't know maybe she did see it as a more like no he's man he takes care of me I like that he orders for me the same way you see it as Mm -hmm. but to me and everyone else it's it just looked as her just being really immature like she can't even order her own food no I don't see it like that I can order my own food by all means, I just find it sexy when he does mm. does it for me. And maybe if he orders, you won't be tempted to be like, and a side of chips. <laughs> <laughs> what sauces do you have? Do you have any tips? <laughs> but yeah, no, I don't know what it is. But yeah, so far it's been good. Mm. It turns me on, I think. I don't know. Is it? <sighs> like a power thing in a way that he yeah. kind of like. Well, that's what I like. I like a confident man and I like being taken care of sometimes. Yeah. Nothing wrong with that. I mean, don't get me wrong, if he sat there and he, if I didn't have a say of what I'm eating oh, and he no. was like, you eating broccoli tonight and that is it, oh, then, <laughs> then no, 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 we're not talking about the same situation here. Yeah, you'll just, you'll say what you want and then without you having to ask, he'll just order it for you. Yeah. What's for dinner? <laughs> Cake. <laughs> okay, what would you order for me? If me and you went out for dinner. Well, I'm, I'm the worst person to pick for, okay, where are we going? Oh my god, you pick because you're a fussy eater. Nando's? Okay, let's go Nando's. Okay, I would say I'm going to go with the veggie option. Mm-hmm. Do you want to try veggie or will I order you some like some chicken? Yeah, I'll have chicken. Okay, I'll go with what Darren says is good. So he says like the chicken thighs are real good. So I'd mm-hmm. order you some chicken thighs. And I'm like, do you want the, the one side option or the two? I'm not one Nando's. Two. Two, I'd be like, all right, do you want some, the chips and garlic bread? Pretty nice. Chips and rice? Yeah. Or oh, chips and salad? Let's be healthy. Okay, you can go chip- mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd order for you. No Perfect. Worries. I think you actually order from your phone, so that's no problem. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> um, I mean, if someone did say like, I don't think I'd be in a situation where someone would say, can you order for me? If they did, I would think it's a bit weird, guy or girl. But if they said, I'm going to run to the bathroom, if the waiter comes or if you have to order the food, here's what I want, then I'd be like, oh, yeah, sure, no problem. I get that. And yes, I guess it is a bit weird, but it turns me on. What can I say? Such a, like, in my eyes, I find a bit of a manly thing to do. I don't know what it is. I've seen it somewhere in a film and I loved it. I was like, oh my God, look, he's ordering for the table. She didn't even actually give him 
her order, he said, I'm going to order your dinner for you. So, see, I'm quite fussy with food. So if someone was like, I love this place. I've tried a good few of the dishes. It's great. Can I order for us? I don't know if I like that. Oh, see, I would love it. I'd be like, I'll try stuff, but can I can I at least know what we're going to eat first? See, I like the surprise. So I'm happy to be like, yeah, sure, go for it. So far, to what be... if it was like, here's squid that's still half alive? I like squid. <laughs> what if it was like, we're in a new um, sushi restaurant and we're going to be eating frogs and cockroaches on a stick? I mean, if you say it's really good good then you're I'll like i mean if he's uh, if he's good looking i'm sure i can put up with some gross food just bring the wine yeah I'll put worse in my mouth <laughs> rosie oh my god can we just keep this pg sorry i do tick the box to say the podcast has explicit content <laughs> each episode i'm like yeah i should probably just take this box just in case just in case just the warning but yeah no listen i normally do to say, look, this is what I'm going to have. This is my starter. This is my main. Can you please order it for me? And what do they say? They're like, sure. I mean, at the beginning, it was a bit like, oh, my God, this is so weird. Why would you want me to order your food? And I was like, just just do it. Like, I like I like it. And now, you know, it's, become, it's becoming a bit of a, a norm, I think. Mm. Well, I don't know. They, I don't know. The communication, you said from the start what you like, what you wanted. Yeah. They don't mind. I mean, I'm not asking to do cartwheels on a bloody table in the middle of a restaurant, am I? I'm just saying, no, order my food. It's not it just, demanding. It just turns me on. What do you think about, like, who pays for what at the end of the meal? Oh, this is a good question. Phil, the first date, the man should always pay. Always? I honestly feel like they should. I always said, whoever asks the person out they should pay. Oh, that's a good rule. So if you're a girl, even if you're a girl, because I know traditionally, you know, a guy will ask a girl out, a guy will pay for dinner, but it's whoever invites that person out and asks them to go on a date, they should be the one to either pay or just obviously straight up say, obviously I'm going to get this tonight or just, you know, they whip their card out when the bill comes. But I mean, either, yeah, either you pay if you ask that person out or you can split it. I don't mind splitting. So no one's going to be asking anyone out because no one would want to pay for the because <laughs> i i feel like i've heard stories where girls guys will say a girl asked me out and you know she seemed really into me and everything but then she basically just wanted a free dinner because i paid it went fine and just i think they could just obviously tell mm. she's just here for the food yeah. and then they were made to pay and the girl just you know flipped off afterwards okay this is where i stand with it i feel like the first day the guy should always pay because it's just a gent thing to do. Mm-hmm. But I feel after that, they should either take it in turns or split it if that's what they like to do. If I've been treated, then you'll be on my conscience to be like, right, I got treated that weekend. So therefore, I'm going to treat them. Next time you'll be like, I'm getting this. Yeah, this. and it's not necessarily, it doesn't have to be always about um dinner it could be like okay i'll just a little trip somewhere yeah whatever so i always feel it should be balanced yeah in a way i feel like my relationship is quite balanced um my partner makes more money than me a bit but yeah usually like depending usually if we go out somewhere we'll probably usually split it he probably gets things like the full bill more than i would but then usually around like after i get paid and we head Mm -hmm. out usually i get it then I'm always running low at the end of the month, so. <laughs> but he's got my back. He's got my back every, every month. <laughs> he doesn't even have to ask me anymore. I'm like, yeah, you need to get this. <laughs> oh, but you know what? Like, I got treated um, 
last weekend and it was you came into work so happy i know in such a good mood i'm always in a good mood you were in a really good <laughs> I, mood i mean i had a brilliant weekend and yeah. i got treated like a little princess to be fair but it's not it's not about who paid for what for me it's about how someone treats you and how they make you feel it's sort of them doing little things and it doesn't have to be money but just how they appreciate you yeah yeah it's nice yeah it's not... how they take time to you know spend time with you and talk to you and do yeah. things together and i kind of said that i did you know made sure that i said enough times for them to get it that i was i did really appreciate it and i felt really spoiled because i don't take anyone or things for granted so yeah it was nice it was really nice so yeah i would definitely repay the favor in a way mm. <laughs> and you told me i was too dirty <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean oh my god rosie starting off in our celebrity news we were talking a lot about the hills in our little reunion recap episode last week mm-hmm. misha barton has been speaking up about her time on the oc What's she basically saying? she basically says that she didn't want to say anything for a very long time because she likes to keep things private. She doesn't want to hurt anyone's feelings. But she kind of hinted that she was – in her words, she said that she wasn't being protected on the show. Oh, really? And she was very young, blew up. She was a huge star. She was probably the favorite in the OC, that show she was on years ago. It was such a great, successful show for her. Really launched her career. But then, I mean, we did talk about, we feel like she does still have a lot of issues growing up in the spotlight. Yeah. There was a lot of pressure to be thin. She talked about, you know, struggles with eating disorder- disorders as well. The creator of the OC, Josh Schwartz, said in a 2017 interview that the idea to kill Marissa was, quote, born out of a number of issues, creative, cast chemistry, ratings. He also mentioned that Misha didn't want off the show anymore than any of the other kids wanted off the show. It was a complicated chemistry with the cast, but she certainly wasn't actively seeking to leave the show. Right. But I think according to Misha, it's weird. So she doesn't fully come out and say it. She does say that, you know, in recent years, a lot of people are speaking out about how they were treated in the past or just things that they weren't, they didn't feel open enough to talk about just yet but she said that her quote it's a bit complicated it started pretty early on because it had a lot to do with them adding rachel bilson who played summer in last minute as after the first season a series regular and evening out everybody's pay and sort of general bullying from some of the men on set that kind of felt really shitty but then Rachel Bilson heard her say that and mm-hmm. she spoke out recently or she spoke out this week saying she doesn't know where Misha got that from because I think Summer and her mother in the show, they were always meant to be, they were meant to be series regulars. Mm-hmm. But I think to kind of avoid paying them more, they just said that they were guest stars for the first season. But apparently everyone in the cast, they weren't at the last minute. Everyone knew they were meant to be there. So she's quite confused about what Misha, Misha Barton is saying. Um, Yeah, but Misha just continues on to say she loved the show, but she felt like there was quite a lot of invasion in her personal life and she felt very unprotected. I mean, back then it was a little bit different things, wasn't it? Yeah. No one was talking so much about mental health and, you know, that a show should protect the cast of 
the cast oh, I said yeah that the cast yeah mm. especially so she, if you have a young cast because it's such long working hours because that's what they say as well she said that she was very overwhelmed and I think basically the people behind the show said to her like okay we get it you're getting lots of offers you're getting quite burnt out from the show and also how do you deal with fame at that young age you don't know so, that, so oh, that's what she's saying I do get it the, they probably didn't protect her when it came to that and now she's all a little bit messed up I think the kind of drama behind this all is she's kind of coming out saying that I mean not to say you shouldn't put someone down and say that I didn't experience that so you must be lying but I think she's coming out now saying that she found things very difficult and she got the opportunity to lead the show to pursue other options and she took that but now the other cast members are hearing her talk not so kindly of them and of the show and she's kind of suggesting that things behind the scenes where there was bullying from other castmates or producers and they really don't like that. I think they're getting a bit upset with her for it. You know what I'm going to say? Misha, it is what it is, mate. Just leave it alone. <laughs> Get Lisa Rin in here and speak to her. It is what it is, guys. It is, it is what, what it, it is. is. But yeah, all you can do is, um, you know, any experience you have in life, take it and learn from it. Yeah, I vouch for that. Mm-hmm. What's next? In other celebrity news, we have Kate Winslet, Rose mm-hmm. from Titanic. Aww. She is going to be in a new movie called Mayor of Easttown. In it, she plays Mayor Sheehan, an office police investigator in a small Pennsylvania town, investigates a brutal murder as she tries to keep her life from falling apart. Mm-hmm. Okay, so Kate Winslet, amazing actress. She is 45 years old. Yep. In the film, I mean, she's a middle-aged woman and she plays a middle-aged woman in the film. Apparently, she was having a lot of altercations with the... Oh, altercation sounds bad, like a fighting match. (laughs) Recently, it came out that she was very adamant that she didn't want any part of her body edited in the movie. So there is a sex scene that she shoots, and during it, she shares with Guy Pearce. She told the New York Times on Monday Mm -hmm. that Greg... Zobel, sorry if I mispronounce your name, Greg, the director of the episode, assured her that he would cut a big bulgy bit of belly that was showing in the on-screen moment. But she pushed back declaring she's a fully functioning, flawed woman with a body and face that moves in a way that is synonymous with her age and her life and where she comes from. I think we've starved that a bit. So I quite like that she's kind of saying, well, no, for, you know, so many movies and directors, they're all like, oh, we really want to be true and create real characters. Yeah. But you're going to edit out a little bit of bulge belly. I mean, you could have the flattest stomach, but sometimes the way you're sitting, you know, yeah, get it hangs over. That's me every day. I know, basically. <laughs> we just ate lots of cake as well. I think we had a, a few people over in our garden. But um, yeah, I, I completely agree with her. And I, I like that she's coming forward and standing up for that. I think there needs to be a bit more of that. I get, I feel like there's a lot of people, celebrities coming forward with lots of things, especially to do with mental health. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think things like this, I think in the entertainment business is a little bit more, I think it needs to be talked to a bit more. And I think it comes back to where we're talking about women. It's like almost frowned upon when they're dating a younger man. Yeah, It's like, you know, sometimes men are praised for doing next to nothing and then women do so much and they're scrutinized for so many things yeah it's like we have to do everything and it's still not enough i just feel like it's good that she's putting her foot down and she's probably saying i am who i am and this this is how you're gonna get me now yeah what i find bizarre like there's so many films from back in the day where you see how they've made them lose so much weight for example to play a sick character and then all gain a lot of weight and that for me that i feel like how like harsh is that 
on your body as well, let alone... I know, yeah. Those are the rules that win your Oscars, though, if you lose a lot of weight or gain a lot of weight. Yeah, but it's just mental that you put your body through that. It is crazy. Christian Bale is, like, the number one guy to do that. So he played... He went from playing, like, Batman, and then he, he did The Machinist, I think, where mm. he had to lose a crazy amount of weight, and then he gained a lot of weight for more roles, and he gained, like, more muscle for the next Batman. Like, it's, it's insane. Crazy. And I think just some people just really have it in their head where they just think of food as what they eat to fuel their body. So they find it really easy to be like, I just don't eat if I have to lose weight and I eat more if I need to. If I don't eat, I'm just miserable. I'm in a bad mood. I'm in a bad mood. If I don't have my cup of tea in the morning, I'd be very annoyed. Yeah. I'd be in a bad mood. It would be my mission to just, if I was on my way to work, I would have to stop by the store and just be like, give me a few minutes I had no milk in my house. I need to get some tea first before I start work. And then I can go about my day. But then again, this is why they get paid millions and we don't. Yeah, I mean, if I was told I'm going to get paid like five million and I have to either gain a lot of weight or lose it for a role, I'd probably do it. I'd give it a go. I'd give it a go, but then depends how big you are. I'll probably say... "Mm." But they supply you with nutritionists and like trainers and everything. Oh, well, there you go. Do you know what I mean? If you've got all this extra help... The studio pays for it. Apparently, a lot of... um, actors and actresses they say like yeah i had so much training every day it was great but as soon as the movie's finished filming all those extra people just like disappear from your life they're not paid anymore they don't show up to help you train or eat better do you remember the film uh, black swan yes with natalie portman and yep. Kunis. they were they were talking that they were doing she was doing hours and hours of ballet practicing it, ballet yeah, yeah i think i kind of do remember i think she was just like eating carrots all the time that's what she was I think saying. she was doing like 13 hours a day crazy of i swear it was something like that and that's like insane but you know what she won the oscar well there we go there this, you go, there you go. They, the uh, academy awards whoever whoever votes for the winners they like that kind of extra push also matthew mcconaughey great actor he was in interstellar yes in uh, he's done so many things obviously how to lose a guy in 10 days hello um but he for the movie dallas buyers club he lost a lot of weight because it was an amazing movie based on a true story and jared leto is in it as well yeah he plays um a transgender woman in the movie actually and he won for best supporting actor for that movie but because matthew mcconaughey lost loads of weight and he was amazing in the film great story based on a real life person and true true events that were happening he won the oscar for it there you go so if you want to win an oscar you gotta either lose or gain a lot of weight or ricky gervais says do a holocaust movie <laughs> but you know what going back to kate good for her was she 45 45 years old She's been in great movies. She's, yeah, I think she is quite, you know, well-loved and quite respected in the industry. I think she works well with everybody. But also, I feel like I haven't really heard her speak out on a lot of things. So Mm. I quite like that she's putting her foot down. Like, she might feel like, you know, there's a lot of kind of new younger actors and actresses coming onto the scene. And she's still holding her own. And kind of, a lot of the time, the industry, especially women men kind of get away with it more but women they're pushed out of the industry quite quickly or they're just given these certain roles much older like they play the mum or the mm. aunt mm-hmm. um, or the therapist, the therapist but, uh, yeah. <laughs> or the, like the school principal or something so I love that she's getting good roles yeah she's just saying you want to you want a real character keep the bulge in yeah I can't wait to watch this film now um I actually think it's a series oh but sorry either way we're gonna check it out yeah let's check love out the you, bulge Rose. <laughs> Jack and Rose. Thanks, guys, for listening to Blonde Summit. 
We want to give a shout out to everyone who has been following and downloading the podcast on Apple and Spotify. Hope you enjoyed episode seven. See you next Tuesday. You didn't say it with me. Let's go. See, See you, you next, next Tuesday. Tuesday.